Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 9 from the forward, part 7, pages 25 through 27. Also in the Polish kingdom, not so long ago, God called his servant father, now Saint Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papczynski, the founder of the Marians, that is, of the Order of the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the first religious order from Poland to imitate the virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Initially, the order was approved by Stefan Wierzbowski, the Bishop of Poznań, and nominated as Primate of Poland. The Parliament, King John III Sobieski, and the entire Commonwealth of Poland took this order under their everlasting protection, so that it may spread the glory of the Blessed Virgin Mary and bring help to the souls suffering in purgatory. The Holy Father, Innocent XII, bestowed on the order the rule of the ten evangelical virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary, while Pope Innocent XIII approved this Polish congregation and its constitution in 1723. Members of the order, wanting to emphasize externally the devotion to the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, chose to wear a white religious habit. Underneath the habit, members of that order wear a white scapular with an embroidered or imprinted image of the Immaculate Conception of Mary embellished in blue. The decade, or ten black rosary beads that hangs from the sash, symbolizes the ten evangelical virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Marians were obliged to recite daily a chaplet which consists of one Our Father and ten Hail Marys in remembrance of the ten virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Holy See granted an indulgence equal to a visit to seven Roman churches to those who recite this chaplet in front of an image of Mary. The manner of reciting this chaplet is given in the present book. I declare that this chaplet is efficacious in defeating the power of Satan and his temptations. For we fill all hell with fear as we recall the virtues of the Virgin Mary, with which she crushed the head of the infernal dragon. The faithful who practice those virtues will never stray from the road of salvation because they receive help and assistance of their lady. God prompts and invites not just the members of the aforementioned orders, but also many others from among the faithful to imitate the virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary. One of such people is the author of this book, who briefly described the evangelical virtues of the Mother of God so that every man, whether a religious or layperson, could imitate them according to his walk in life and capabilities thanks to which he may become pleasing, not just to the mother, but to her son as well. The infernal dragon has intuited that the Blessed Virgin Mary, shining with the ten virtues, would show an effective and straight way to heaven and save many people from external damna- eternal damnation by the example of her life. Thus, wanting to prevent this from happening, as we read in the Revelation of St. John, chapter 12, he dared to oppose Mary with his seven heads and ten horns, as if to block her ten virtues with his ten horns. 
But this was to no avail, for he was crushed by her and condemned forever, while her virtues seemed to shine even brighter and lead us to salvation more effectively. However, deeply may a person be pulled by Satan into sin, if we begin to imitate sincerely those virtues of Mary, he certainly will be able to break free from all of the snares and traps of the hellish serpent, and by practicing those virtues, he will reach eternal salvation. There was no shortage of people who, tempted by Satan, were opposed to the evangelical virtues of the Virgin Mary, claiming that it is inappropriate to imitate Mary because the only example for them to imitate should be Christ the Lord. They realized their mistake when the Holy See approved our rule, which became the reason for making famous the virtues of the Mother of God. It is appropriate, because we should imitate not only Mary, but the apostles as well, as St. Paul teaches in his letter to the Corinthians. I urge you then, be imitators of me. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16. And again, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. In the letter to the Philippians, he says, Brethren, join in imitating me and mark those who so live as you have an example in us. That's from Philippians chapter 3, verse 17. To the Thessalonians, he writes, And you become imitators of us and of the Lord. For you received the word in much affliction, with joy inspired by the Holy Spirit. As from 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 6, he admonishes the Hebrews, so that you may not be sluggish, but imita imitators of those who, through faith and patience, inherit the promise. That's from Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. Therefore, if the apostle of nations instructs us to imitate him and other apostles because they too imitated Christ, why should we not imitate the Blessed Virgin Mary, who was closest to Christ and knew his work in the most intimate way? We are to imitate Christ not only as the most perfect man, but also as God and Creator, while we are to imitate the Blessed Virgin Mary as a created being, as we are. Here, Father Casimir talks a bit about the founder of the congregation uh, and of our history uh, and regarding the rule of the ten virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Our founder is St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky. Father Casimir speaks of the white religious habit. Our congregation wore that habit for over 200 years until a time of persecution in the 20th century, we did not wear the habit for over 100 years. At the general chapter in February of this year, uh, the last year of our 350th Jubilee celebrations, we voted to return to wearing the white habit again, especially on solemn occasions, and the Vatican approved the changes to our rule of life. Once again, we have a powerful symbol of our identity as Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. We receive the blue scapular at first vows. Um, the chaplet of the ten evangelical virtues of the Blessed Virgin Mary is part of our spiritual heritage and our patrimony. We're no longer obliged to say it each day, but it is a beautiful practice. 
and Father Kesmer speaks of the spiritual efficacy of reciting this chaplet. He speaks of the spiritual battle that rages between Satan and the children of Mary. And Father Kesmer speaks of those who worry that it is inappropriate to follow the saints, that we only need to follow Christ. But the doctrine of the communion of saints teaches that Christ works through each of us. The saints lived the life of the virtues to a heroic degree. They cooperated with God's grace. We can learn from their example because they are like us. Mary had no impediment to the work of God's grace in her heart. She was never touched by sin. We can learn much from her example. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession, and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world.
Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.